Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based champion championship team. You're listening to MLB.com Extras, brought to you by MLB.tv. It's baseball everywhere. Seattle Mariners did not really, they weren't really buyers and they weren't really sellers at the trade deadline, but they did make some moves. Um, so let's talk about that. I'm Allison Sweater here with Greg Johns. Greg, I was kind of um, kind of chuckling as I was going through and reading up on everything because, like, technically at the deadline they didn't do anything, but they had been pretty active like a, like a day earlier. Um, I mean, they did make some moves. So I guess the Wade Miley trade, um, I think that was the one that sort of stood out. So what was their thinking behind that? They obviously got a pitcher in return who they have some control over and I guess that's really is that was that their their goal yeah I mean that's that was an interesting one and it's 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 kind of hard to put a finger on really I mean Miley is a guy that uh you know they did have control of for for another year uh but but at a price and I, I just think they weren't real happy with what they were getting out of Wade Miley to be honest and uh, and felt like they wanted to go go with a different guy uh, that they brought in uh, Ariel Miranda from uh from the Orioles, who's a 27-year-old Cuban that that uh, we haven't seen a lot of, he pitched a couple of innings. Uh, interestingly, against the Mariners earlier this year, it's only big league experience. Uh, but uh, uh, you know, kind of a, largely an unknown as far as you know those of us who who haven't seen AAA pitching from the Orioles. So he's he's guys in AAA. He's going to come up. Uh, he's going to start on Thursday. He's going to take Miley's spot at least for one turn before uh, Taiwan Walker comes back. So Seattle fans will get a chance to see. A little bit of that return on Thursday at Safeco Field, but uh, yeah, that, that one, that one, a little harder to put my finger on. You know exactly what they're looking for. Uh, uh, sometimes trades are made, and you don't understand a hundred percent what the thinking was, and you may never know. But uh, I guess bottom line, they they weren't real pleased with what they got out of Miley, and felt they were ready to move on there, and, and went, went with a, a, a young lefty. Um, and Ariel Miranda, who I guess not really that young at 27, which is kind of the interesting part of it. Yeah, I, I liked how Jerry Depoto was very realistic with his comments, um, basically saying that they were realistic about their playoff chances. And regarding August and September, he said a lot of things will have to break right for us. So this is really a time, I guess, for the team to be very cautious, the organization as a whole to be very cautious, and to keep their eye on the future beyond the season. I know it's disappointing because I think they were expecting a little more out of the of the team this year. Not that they're out of anything, by the way, um, but it's been a, you know a little bit of a roller coaster ride. So I guess they're really they need to just stay focused on next season and beyond. Yeah, I mean I think the big thing also with them is is they 
they believe in that that core group they have of of, of Cano, Cruz, Felix, and and Seager, and and the the tough thing with those guys is you know the first three of those that I mentioned are are getting uh, up in age, so the, the the window is not forever there, and I, they feel like they've you know they probably next year that you know if they can pull it off this year, fantastic. Obviously, as Photo says, a lot of things would have to go right, but but rather than selling a lot of pieces uh, at this point and kind of busting things up, they they feel like that window that there and, and it'll be you know, one thing with Jerry uh, he will make more moves uh, he will have more ideas I think we'll see moves in, in August I think we didn't see some things at the trade deadline he just didn't feel like they were going to get the return that they wanted you know he said we could we could have been sellers we could have sold off but, but we didn't feel like we were getting what we wanted back so you know you don't you don't want to make moves that aren't what you want and and so sometimes it's better to not make moves in those situations so they'll, they'll play things in, in August see if they can get some guys through uh do the waivers and, and, and make some moves after that, and then you got the off season when you can really, really make uh, a chance to, to build. It. They've had this year to kind of see what they've got. Now this group, this new organization, has a, has a lot better feel for what uh, what they've got going forward. So they do like the, the the nucleus they have, and that's why we didn't see a lot of moves on the, on uh, trade deadline. Is just they just weren't ready to, to bust that thing up and, and start from scratch. They they like what they want. They want to keep building on that. And speaking of some of the core guys, so I do want to update, um, do an update on like Taiwan Walker. Is he coming back into the rotation this weekend? Yeah, it's looking like that. Okay. He, he threw uh, uh, four and two thirds in Tacoma. Looked good on Monday. So the, having thrown Monday, the, the soonest he could come back would be Saturday. That would be his fifth fifth day. Uh, so I expect to see him. They haven't announced their rotation yet coming into the weekend, but uh, I suspect we'll see him sliding back in there this weekend and. That will be big because, uh, as I said, moving Miley, uh, you know, creates an opening. Their, their rotation, which we've talked about all year, kind of being the key to things, and they're, you know, that's why Depoto says a lot of things are going to have to go right because you look at him right now, and Felix is back, but he you know, just hasn't been sharp in his three outings, and he's still kind of working back. Uh, Iwakumu has been very good all year, but his last outing, uh, three innings, didn't look too good against the Cubs, and and had had some tightness in his shoulder, so. I don't think that's anything big, but you, you kind of start to raise your eyebrow a little bit on that. And uh, Miley's gone. Taiwan, Taiwan dealing with the foot, and uh, you know James Paxton has been, you know, the guy that wasn't even in the rotation, probably their most consistent starter in the last couple of weeks. Uh, was dynamic his last outing in a, in a game they lost at the end, but uh, he was outstanding. So Paxton's been very good. So you kind know, of you kind of like the pieces, but you kind of wonder sometimes, uh, you know, as you get. Your depth gets thin, and you, and you get some question marks with some of those guys health-wise as you start to hit these last two months. So, yeah, I got to got to keep that group together, and Taiwan getting back obviously a, a big part of that. There's a uh, when we try to explain what it's like to go through a, a baseball season because, um, and I know being in Texas, I have to constantly um, be explaining that this is not football in the intensity level. You have to be so even keeled, um, and you just uh, you can't burn yourself out from game to game. So there's 162 of these as we know, and I was kind of laughing at just what the Mariners have gone through lately. So they have this like total like. Uh, I mean, the, the game in Chicago uh, when the Cubs came back and then the Mariners ended up losing that game, and it was like such a downer. And then um, as we're recording this last night, um, you know, it, with the Red Sox, they score five runs in the eighth inning, and then it's like this elation. So it's like this <laughs> wave of emotion. How hard is it for players, to, to just the team in general, to just keep it, just keep going? Well, you know, it, you win one of those, and uh, you know, <laughs> 
you're feeling on top of the world. You know, you're you're right. You mentioned the blowing the three-run lead in Chicago uh, to the Cubs. You know, it was a, it was a you know it was a punch in the gut. But even the night before was uh, you know if you go back one day before that, Leonis Martin comes in, two outs, bottom of the eighth, down one zero, and gets the double off of Aldis Chapman. That it was and that turned out to be a huge win. I mean, that was, people say, yeah, we, this is a this is a game you can turn your season on. This is you know the next night they they blow the three-run lead ninth, and you know everybody's saying, oh, this is. They're done. They can't, you know, and you know. Now they come back and they blow another one against the Red Sox. The following night, they score five to win it. So, yeah, it is a roller coaster. And as players, you know, I think the players understand better than everybody, you know, because they do this and they've been doing it. One sixty-two. You're gonna have those big ones. You're gonna have the, the down ones, and and you can just kind of write it out. And the big ones don't mean you're gonna clinch the pennant the next night. And the the losses, the tough losses, don't mean you're done. They just uh, you really do have to turn the page. And I admire. You know, Major League Baseball players uh, for the ability to do that because certainly as, as fans, <laughs> I think fans know uh, you know ride that roller coaster and, and uh, you know it, it's tough uh, being a fan as well. But I think players to have that understanding and, and be able to put that aside is is really a key. When they talk about the grind, that's what they're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, you try to keep the emotions out of it, but like, how can you not? I mean, some some games are just so exhausting, and then some games are so. Uh, that you get that adrenaline rush going through you. So anyway, um, yes, this is, we are now in August. So now this is when uh, September. You know, there's a, there's it's a different level, uh, but August is the toughest month to get through. Um, and so I guess this is really. I mean, do you kind of agree with that? It's it's so it's hot everywhere. It's the players are now tired. They haven't quite gotten into that like sprint toward the finish line. Um, and so August seems to be the toughest month to get through. It, it it usually is. That's when they start talking about the dog days. But uh, yeah, I guess Mariner-wise, if you're talking specifically there, they they played a pretty rough stretch here. Uh, they do have a little. Their their schedule seems to turn a little bit for them here in August. So that could that could be a big factor. Uh, you know, once they get through with the Red Sox, I think ten of their next thirteen are against the A's and the Angels, who are bottom of the division. You, you would like to think they could could make some some ground there if they can get playing well and, and uh, pass that some some teams that, that, that you'd like to think they could play well against. They've, they've done, you know, they, they, they're kind of holding serve, uh, 53 and 52 as we speak, and kind of getting through this. You know, they, uh, people think that last road trip was a, was tough. But, you know, they're 4-4 four and four in Toronto, uh, Pittsburgh, and the Cubs, and those are three pretty good teams. And, they, you know, they're holding their own against those. Uh, you know, they just kind of need to get on that hot streak like they had early. If they get that, you know, shoot, a lot of things can happen. But, but to do that, as we talked before, going to take that pitching to be real good and i think that's the key because their offense continues to be to be uh you know, pretty darn solid and they're putting up pretty good numbers there and we saw cano last night big big three-run shot uh to put put him over the top against the red Sox, and, and he's continuing to do what he's doing and and uh you know they got got the other guys chipping in well and, and uh, it seems to be a pretty good combination there offensively so i think pitching 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 we'll see how they do down the stretch they, they do have young edwin diaz now in the closer role and that's pretty fascinating Certainly, is, he's. Uh, you talk about dog days of August. You, you throw a guy in there, a 22-year-old, throwing 100 miles an hour in the ninth inning, and suddenly everybody's perking up a little bit. And he's kind of provided a pretty good jolt of energy here as, uh, as he moves into that closer role. Yeah, I mean, we should know that as we're talking, the Mariners are above 500, and they are in a wild card race. So I'm, I'm most certainly not um, just 
just focusing on next year. So um, I'm hanging in there with them. So, Greg, thank you so much. Appreciate it. We will catch up with you next week. MLB.tv Premium, the number one live streaming sports service, is celebrating 13 years. Watch every out-of-market regular season game live or on demand in true HD. Real-time highlights, live look-ins, pitch tracking widget, and more. MLB.tv Premium includes a free At-Bat 15 subscription. Watch live baseball on over 400 mobile and connected devices. Watch at home, in the office, or on the go every night on every device. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Visit MLB.tv for details. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro.